Well, welcome to the Introverted Hippie Podcast. My name is Chris Marie, where we talk about celebrity news, hippie shit, and everything up under the sun, guys. I have a little guest in the building. <laughs> I'm going to let him introduce himself. So introduce yourself to the people. Hi, my name is Ty Vaughn. I am more than pleasant to be <laughs> a guest on the pod. Oh my gosh, so I'm glad you're here. So normally what we talk about like first is like, how you feeling? Like, how's your week? How's everything can't complain i've been really mellow out mellowed out you know just taking care of my errands and watching netflix pretty much okay that's what's up that's good that's good well i'm feeling okay you know on this beautiful beautiful thursday exactly you gotta feel good gotta feel great so guys you know it is juneteenth the month i feel like it's the whole month though no for real i mean this is what i tell people a Happy Juneteenth. Thank Facts. you for being black. Facts. We appreciate you. Black and I'm proud, bitch. And pure, pure, pretty much. Exactly. Shoot. Like, bro, I remember, like, niggas be like, you black, bitch. Exactly. And is. <laughs> and is a black, bitch. And is. It literally. But I don't know. We got to be careful with this Juneteenth stuff now, though. Why? Because, you know, the white man trying to take, trying to take the name. What you mean? So, I've, like, heard, like, a couple of things, like, especially on TikTok, where, like, this man basically try to trademark the whole name of Juneteenth. Oh my god. Yeah. I just feel like people love trying to make money off the black dollar. Mm-hmm. Like literally anything that has like a black name people love to make mm-hmm. money off of. I didn't even know a lot of like the black hair products that we use are not even black owned. No, for real. Like, I, I just learned that too, but you know, thanks to TikTok. Facts. Because <laughs> TikTok is like the new CNN exactly. these days. Like, you learn everything from it. It's, it's crazy. I don't know. Have you have you seen like the debacle about Honey Pot and everything like that? Mm-mm. Oh, so so basically, what tic, well, what TikTok did? A girl did on TikTok. She looked at the new label of like a Honey Pot like wash, and it was like it has like different ingredients in it. Okay. And now the girlies were fighting, and then he tried to say it wasn't black owned, and then the CEO had to put a whole statement out like, "Girl, we still black owned, but we had to change a few things." And then it was just like a whole debacle with the CEO. Exactly. I think I did hear yeah, something about that. So. I, we just tying it in the Juneteenth because you know we a lot of black owned businesses we still want to support even though you know they have to change a lot of things but mm-hmm. y'all don't get mad when a white man got to change it exactly so for real for real literally y'all happy Juneteenth happy Juneteenth though you know we gotta uplift our you know black community Facts. you know we could be shell sometimes exactly we 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 could be shell but you know this month is pretty much about coming together and you know. Celebrating that, you know, we black. We black as fuck over here. <laughs> Literally, black as fuck. Beautiful. But y'all, let's just go ahead and get a crack a lack of what these topics and celebrity news. So, I know you've been seeing about Nick Cannon having all these goddamn kids. Child. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I personally think it's ridiculous. I really do too. Like, but how you feel about it? Like, I mean, in the whole grand scheme of things, like, you know, Trying to play devil's advocate, right? Okay. So, for someone that wants to have a big family, I understand. Like, you want to, you want to, you, you know, big family, you mm-hmm. want generations, you want people to carry on your name, and all that. I get it. I understand. But, when you're doing that with multiple women, mm-hmm. and it's not just like, oh, like, I got one baby mama, I got... Too baby mama. Right. You got like couple, my nigga. Right. <laughs> it's not cute. It's really not. It's giving I don't give a fuck about making like broken homes. Like literally, like you are he already said he was sick. 
So obviously you're possibly not even going to be here that long. Mm-hmm. And then you are impregnating all these women. And that one of the women, he's impregnating her multiple times. They got twins and now they have like another child on the way. Right. So it's more babies ahead of time. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to be with none of these women in the long term. Right. So in retrospect, like they just making a damn fool out of self money. Exactly. And I also kind of feel bad for the children as well, because it's like, you know, do these children have relationships with their siblings? Facts. And I know, like, you know, I mean, I'm not saying, like, the women that he's with is are bitter and, right. and different things like that. But, you know, there could be a situation to where, like, you know, they probably don't want, you know, siblings meeting on siblings. And I know for damn sure Mariah ain't right. mi- mix, mixing and mingling with it's these girls. <laughs> she, like, she probably seen them goddamn peasants. Right. Like, who will be around that, like... She, I know Mimi got her own money, mm-hmm. and she ain't trying to be around. And Nick Cannon just just making it make shit look crazy. Like yeah. I understand, like you offering these women like a certain lifestyle mm-hmm. for them to have your baby, but like you can't be everywhere at once. Exactly. And I just feel like bringing these children in the world. When you bring a child in the world, I'm not a mother, but you have responsibility. Exactly. And it's like that responsibility is to be there for them. And I just feel like money is not always the way to go. It's not. Like I feel like sometimes you need to have somebody time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just have somebody intention. Exactly. I don't know about you, but my love language is quality time. Honestly, because <laughs> I think mine is too. Actually, I did a test on 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 the interwebs the Ooh, other day. <laughs> how was it? What, what was the test about? So basically, it was trying to figure out what your love language love languages is, and okay. then they, so they ask you like a whole bunch of questions, and you know they basically put. Um, a percentage to uh, whether it's quality time, okay. physical touch, okay. or is it affirmation, those things like okay. that. So, like, my top three was, like, um, I believe the top one was quality time, the okay. second one was words of affirmation, and then the third one was um, physical touch and different things like that. But, okay. you know, I know there's, like, a couple of more, but I was right. just like, the top three, that's all that matters. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I feel like mine is basically quality time got to be ahead of time. And then the words of affirmation, because I want I want you to make me feel good. Mm-hmm. And I feel like physical touch probably would be last. So we probably would have the yeah. same thing, because I'm like, I love the fuck. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I need to have somebody time and attention. Right, exactly. And I don't know about you, but it just feel like when I got your, like when you giving me energy and I got your attention, I feel like you really, you really feeling me. No, agree. But I just feel like nowadays in this fucking generation mm-hmm. that we live in, it's really hard because you can have a nigga attention, but he got three, four, five people attention. Exactly. So I don't know. It's sad. It's very much sad. What have we come to? <laughs> I feel like the dating pool is in fucking shit. Like I don't I know. Agree. I agree. Oh, I me and me and Tyler want to talk about a lot of shit. Like I want you to tell him about your last date. <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. <laughs> y'all. Okay, y'all. Let me let me tell y'all. So, you know, I I could go on a long rant, but just to make a long story short, you know, I one of my friends hooked me up with one of their friends and basically was saying, Hey, you guys should go on a date. And you know, mm. I'm I'm pretty much open to, you know, getting out, meeting new people, getting back into um the dating world just because right. I had just got out of a relationship. Fuck that nigga. Facts. <laughs> Period. But, um, and so, when I, you know, because I recently just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and um, the dude reached out to me. He was like, hey, you know, I'm just reaching out saying, like, hey, are you still interested in, you know, going out, getting to know each other? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm down. Um, yeah, let's, let's set something up. Mm. And so, we end up, you know, setting something up. And, you know, he told me that he was going to set up the date and everything like that. So, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, do you need anything for me? Do you need me to do this? He said, mm. no. I got it. Let me do it. So I'm like, okay, mm. cool. 
day of, I get all nice dressed or whatever. This man takes me to a bar slash club. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so this is not going to be like an intimate kind of date. Okay, cool. I mean, if this is your idea of a first date, all right. And I wasn't really tripping about it, but really, what really set me off was when we're in the club, we're talking or whatever, and I um, I had to go use the restroom, so I stepped away for a little bit. I come back, you know, he's sitting in the corner with his drink or whatever, he bought me one, and I'm like, okay, thank you so much. And he like, so we're starting to conversate, and he says, oh, some dude came up to me mm. and was trying to, you know, trying to talk to me or whatever, and I'm just like, oh, okay, mm. I guess, I mean... You know, if that was me, I probably wouldn't have said anything. I'd have like, you know, I'm on a date and just right kept pushing, kept it pushing. But it sounded like he was entertaining this nigga. And then mm. later on in the night, you know, he ends up coming back around and then he starts talking to the dude in front of me. And he the disrespect, even, right? And he didn't even push him off. He was like, "No, I'm not on the date, whatever, whatever." I just sat there because I'm like, I am not about to fight over a nigga attention. Thanks. He's like, if this is what you want to do. Okay, Thanks. you can have it, but what I'm going to do is, I'm going I'm to sit here in the quiet, I'm going to keep it quiet, I'm going right. to keep it cool, and, 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 but I bet you this not going to be, it's not, nothing going to come after this, Mm-mm. and they did it. I took yeah. him on another date, um, just to show him, like, how a proper date's supposed to be. Okay. But after that, it was... How was it. the conversation? Conversation... It, it, it wasn't really that wasn't really given either it was kind of just like because like on the second day but we went we started talking and mm-hmm. you know i'm trying to conversate with him and it wasn't really a lot of conversation going on mm. and then um nigga pulls out the phone on a date and was just texting texting facebook all that like, wow. so i don't got your attention right and that's what it was mm. and that's why i was like I, I didn't see anything come in of this before, but now, definitely not. Uh, see, that makes me so fucking mad. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, you wasting my time. For real, for real. And we ain't even had to do all this. Right. But nowadays, people just really want to, you know, get their nut real quick. Facts. And then just leave. And I'm the type of person, like, I'm not going to have sex with you just because I find you attractive. attractive right. And or if I want, if, even if I want to have sex or, you know, I'm not the quick nut kind of person right. especially when i'm interested in someone yeah like i want to get to know you mm-hmm. i ain't gonna lie i didn't have my little fair shares of one night stand yeah, and we all have yeah. it there's nothing wrong with that but when you have intentions or you start talking to someone with intentions, intentions to right to possibly have something don't show me something different Ch- exactly y'all <sighs> like my my track record is not the best <laughs> like literally like i already told y'all on the pod like i was dealing with a dude and we was dealing with each other for me and he got he got imposed to another bitch literally like on christmas and i couldn't even believe it because i'm like damn like what was we doing the whole time mm-hmm. like so obviously i was your girlfriend number two you was out here spending cake taking me on that nice re- he took me to nice restaurants really? and all this other shit yeah and i'm like what 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 was the issue right so i'm like if you're doing all that then what are we doing right if you just propose to somebody else what was we doing like i was living oh, the whole motherfucking God. telenovela <laughs> like i cannot even lie to you like i'm thinking this man i'm like oh my god like he taking me this place right. this place this place i'm like oh my god he a good nigga like right. he changed like right. obviously no 
and then these niggas be confused like they not the drama. No, nigga. You're you the drama. really the drama. Am I I'm the drama? <laughs> <laughs> you're the drama, you're nigga. You're the drama. Literally. So, but I realized like you can't teach people how to, well, you do teach people how to treat you, but you can't teach somebody to actually give a fuck about you. Uh, yep. Because literally people go do what they want. Yes. Regardless. You can't force nobody to do shit. Exactly. So I had to realize I'd be like, you know, ain't no need for me to cry and all this other shit mm-hmm. no more because we done did all that. It's just time to let the nigga go. Right. Cut like, ties. Yeah, literally like shit. It was just, at that point it was just like, hey, ain't nothing I could do. Mm-hmm. Grab you some sage, grab you some crystals. Mm-hmm. And exercise. Yes. Move that energy me. out. Nigga out the way. <laughs> Period. I'm moving the motherfucker way right literally <laughs> but um i said i guess we talk about niggas real bad i guess let's talk about miami <laughs> i love miami i love miami i think she is so funny especially with um with santana yeah i can look i can watch them all day they back them. and forth like their interactions are so hilarious to me i know i just, i love me some saucy santana me too so how do you feel about the diddy and your miami situation I think it's kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> I really do think it's out of nowhere. It's like how, like, you know, Diddy's old. Very much, but he got money. He got yeah, exactly, <laughs> and she's probably like sugar daddy. But you know, maybe she's like, I ain't trying to rap all my, my whole okay. life. So let me yeah. go ahead and cop me a rich nigga. I go ahead and get your bag. But I just I understand he got money. But I'm just gonna say this. I ain't gonna elaborate. But I feel like Cassie know it all. Exactly. And I was just about to say that. I was just like, you can't be fooling around with Diddy because you know, mm-hmm. according to Cassie, yeah, according to Cassie, is some allegations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have seen, but um, basically, um. Alex Fine, that's Cassie's, um, I think, husband. Mm-hmm. He basically was um, on social media and he tweeted something. I think he put it on Instagram or said something about like, oh, people need to come out the closet. Because <sighs> I think Diddy's new song with Bryson Tiller, Move On, is about Cassie. Because, you know, she moved on, got married, mm-hmm. got a family. And right. I guess he t- took that as shade and he disrespected his wife. So he placed on social media that a some people need to move on and come out the closet. And I'm like... Mm. Oh. <laughs> no. okay. I can believe it. Uh, like I said, like I feel like this is just my personal opinion uh-huh. on like I feel like sexuality is a spectrum. And is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just feel like if you dealing with somebody that's bisexual or like whatever sexual orientation it is, you get the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, hey, if you down. Be down. Right. I mean, <laughs> hey, we can all get into cahoots together. Right. Like, but, let's I mean, yeah, ain't no need to hide it. But, you know, DL culture these days, you know, everybody got a little. And honestly, my personal opinion, I think everybody just a little bit by curious. Facts. You, can, you cannot tell me that you have not thought about, Facts. you know, being with the opposite sex. Like, you don't have to, you know, act on it. But right. just, just the thought is... It's something there. Right. Like, I love to see a beautiful ass woman just walk across me. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, I dated girls in the past and my track record is not great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it's, hey, it was what it was. It was what it was. was. So it's just like, hey, I'm just out here living at this mm-hmm. point. Mm-hmm. But I guess let's talk about. Wendy Williams. You know, we love our good sis, yeah. Wendy Williams. I mean, she's the OG. I mean, the reason why we're here right now. Right, right. <laughs> we got to give sis her credit. <laughs> Wendy Williams has always been that bitch. Yes. I feel like people don't give her just due. No, and, you know, 
the like the history of Wendy Williams, I think it's very underrated. Right. And I don't think people really appreciate what she has brought into I guess you can call it and this is why that's why I would put a name to it, gossip culture. Right. And like, you know, people coming together, sitting down and gossiping about, you know, this, that, right. and her. It was her. Literally. It was an Oprah. It was it her. her. It was that bitch. <laughs> Literally, people were scared to even be around Wendy because how big. Yes. I don't know if you remember when um, Whitney Houston called and she was like, Wendy, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy. <laughs> Now she ate with the other real. She ate her ass up. Ate her ass the fuck up. I she was like, Wendy's like, I hope you're not doing on that crack or anything. Like, bro. You, but Wendy, Wendy mouth is lethal. Very much. She is very lethal. She's been doing this for a hot minute, so she know how to get the girls together too. But, but how do you feel about like the final episode, but she's not going to be included? I don't know. It's, it's, it is really sad. And I do feel sad for Wendy because, you know, I feel like she kind of has to deal with like a double-edged sword kind of situation because like yes like you know we all love the gossip but right at the end of the day you are talking about someone's life life Ooh. and so when you get put in these situations now where you're a little bit older mm-hmm. and you know people are trying to run you out of your own business and you know they trying to cast a new host and like when you i mean I, the allegations like she's sick she's not mm-hmm. sick or whatever but you know it, it it is sad, but it's kind of just like also you put that energy in the universe, right? You get it right. So. Yeah, get that right back. Literally, that she getting that juju, that bad karma, mm-hmm. and then you know all that coming back to her. But like, kudos to Wendy Williams; she had a great one. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know, you do have to respect what she has done for you know. Urban culture. You urban know, culture, yeah. Really, really much. Not even say urban culture, just say the culture, period. Yeah. Because if it wasn't for Wendy Williams, we wouldn't have half of the talks. We wouldn't really have podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I really feel like Wendy Williams was the blueprint. Yeah. Literally. Like, I agree. I felt like that wholeheartedly. I don't know if you've seen on like social media, it was basically about like how this elephant killed this woman and went back to her funeral and then stuffed her ass out again. That's not even funny. It's <laughs> not. <laughs> but I was just like, where they do that? Like that elephant had a vendetta? Yes. No, they say elephants have a really good memory. And I don't know, there's been reports basically saying that like um, the woman was like helping poachers and you know, she was being real, really mean and foul to like, you know, the elephants in the area throwing mm. rocks at the babies or whatever. And you know, like I said, elephants have a really good memory. And it wasn't just one elephant. That one ele- that one elephant brought a gang of elephants to that funeral and Lord. fucked that whole place up. Yes. I guess she, I don't want to say she deserved it because that's not the type of town, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm just going to say... Be careful. Be careful what you put in the universe. Because, <laughs> yes. like, literally, you will get that right back. That's why I say I try to keep good karma. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I really don't want to be treating people bad. Like, y'all, I ain't going to hold you. I literally, like, I felt like I got bad karma back from a nigga I did dirty long time ago. Really? So, I got that shit right back. Like, I fe- I just really felt like, damn, like, I did him wrong. And next thing you know, a nigga did me the dirtiest. So- and, it, it, <laughs> and, it, and it would do it. <laughs> now, that's it, yes. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I wear the people know that you know what goes around comes back around so you know i'm pretty sure we all have dealt with our you know karma's coming back to us but you know it's a learning experience yeah you're right it always is a learning experience i just feel like at this big ass age though i just feel like now you when you know better you do better exactly so you don't be out here just you know 
putting bad shit out in mm-hmm. the world. So plus, I don't want to be doing it anyways. Right. I, like I said, I'm trying to be prospering. Right? Yeah, we we trying to elevate. We trying to be good people. people but right. you know, some people be stuck in the turmoil these days, and, and they can't they can't make it out the mud. I just feel like that's giving real stank vibes. Yeah, it is stank. Very much. Real. <laughs> not a booty bath <laughs> it's, okay. it's very much giving I hate my life type shit it's like I feel like when people want to like be haters or just be negative or just rain on your fucking parade type mm-hmm. shit it's giving real bitter vibes that you not having nothing going on no, I can't even associate myself with those people I don't know who those people are period. and if I don't see you in my real room you're, you're a non-motherfucking factor <laughs> period a non-motherfucking factor period <laughs> So, I'm going to let you take... It's a story we was talking about like with this teenager, but I'm going to let you take the wheels with it. The teenager, what we were saying, how like... Oh, the, yes, 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 yes. So, uh, basically, I don't know if you guys heard, but um, there was a teenager, I believe it was in Florida, mm-hmm. and so um, he was walk, he was uh, driving down one of the street looking for his friends. He was trying to pick one of his friends up, mm-hmm. and, you know, he goes into the, like, this gated community, and we already know most mm-hmm. gated communities are white communities, mm-hmm. and, you know, this is a black teenager, and he was looking for his friend. I guess he made the wrong turn, and, you know, people started coming out of their houses and were um, basically, you know, harassing the boy, and... Basically, one it was two white men, and one of the white men grabs a huge boulder and throws it at the teenage. Um, he's like sixteen year old, sixteen year old, sixteen years old, and he throws it at um at his car, busting his window, mm. and basically was like harassing him and basically threatened to kill him. Like they they said, like we got a gun. Yes, like, you don't belong in this neighborhood. You know, all the racist rants and all that other good stuff like that. But, not good stuff, but, you know, they was talking hot shit. And he recorded them and, you know, it it, it went viral. And come to find out, the two men that, you know, was harassing him got put in jail. As they should. should. But, you know, they already post bail and and different things like that. But the trial is coming soon. So, we're going to see how the justice system takes care of this. But, you know, because we don't really have too much faith in it. Right. (laughs) We really don't. Like, I just feel like at the end of the day, it's like, why do y'all care so bad what people Mm -hmm. do? Like, it's like, oh, my God, I have a story. Like, I remember I was in Atlanta last year. And um, me and my friends, we went to, like, this gas station. Mm Mm-hmm. And we was going to get gas. And I'm I'm still sitting in the car now. So, mind you, you already know, like, on Buckhead is mad pack. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. a lot of people, whatever, like that. Mm-hmm. So, literally, my friend went out. They, both of my friends got out the car. They was like, I'm about to go get some snacks. So I was like, bro, I'm going to just sit in the car or whatever. Yeah. So, um, we had a white woman parked behind us. Um, the white woman, when my friend came back because she was driving, the white woman was like, oh, are you going to move your car? And my friend was like... Um, I just got a store. She was like, well, if you were going to buy something, you should have moved your car before you um, went to the store. I was like, what the fuck? Right. So you are my little self. I'm <laughs> like, what the fuck? So my friend like, what the fuck? And she was like, all right, I'm going to move my car. And it make matters worse. It, it escalated. So the bitch start honking, the white bitch start honking her oh, horn. And then next thing you know, my other friend came back from out the store, got in the car. Right. The white woman came and knocked on her windshield. And like my friend was about to move, my other me and my other homegirl like, don't fucking move, fuck that bitch, don't fucking move, fuck that bitch, like don't right, move, like cause yeah. it's like who is she? Exactly. Who is she to fucking tell us to move? Mm-hmm. We gonna stay right. I said you stay right, motherfucker. Here, I was like, we not gonna move shit. So you know she gets to she come back to the window. So she hop out, she haunt the horn again. She went back in her car. Mm-hmm. She haunt the horn again. 
I said, me and my other homegirl yelling at homegirl in the passenger side because she wanted to speed up. I said, don't move. Right. Don't move. Right. So the bitch came back to the car and knocked on the windshield and just popped in big shit. So you already know I'm turning up. You fucking white bitch. You fucking white bitch. <laughs> and then um, my other homegirl in the back, no, we're not moving. Exactly. We're not fucking moving. Yeah. And then I'm like, bro, we just stayed right there. The bitch got so frustrated and she left. And I mean, everybody fucking in the back just looking, looking out crazy. Somebody recorded. I'm like, but you doing all this for gas? Yes. Do you need gas that much? Also, there's other tanks. It's n- other tanks and other places to go, ho. Like yeah. I don't understand. Like I just feel like white people have so much privilege and entitlement. Like they are privy to every Everything. single thing. Dang. Like you know, there's like a whole world for other people besides you. you. Like the world doesn't revolve around you, honey. It really don't. Now, I'm just like y'all care so much about this uh-huh. black boy being in y'all neighborhood that bad mm-hmm. to the point of you want to say racial slurs, you want to call him by his name, you want to do all this other throwing shit, physically harassing, physically him. and then physically assaulting somebody. Yeah. What what was the purpose? And 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 now look, you in jail Facts. for what? For what? For what? And I, you know, these black people don't care if they're in jail or not because they, you know, post bail and have a, you know. Great rest of their life. Thanks. Like I, I just, I just don't understand. It's sad. The world that we live Living. in today, right? And, and I, and no, it honestly is the world, but like especially in America, right? It's just, it's just real sad what America is really coming to, and it's not even what it's really coming to; it's what it has always been. Right. I just feel like at the end of the day. People have to realize, like you said, the world doesn't revolve around you. You have so many other people. I read a tweet, mm-hmm. and it was like, when I see white people homeless, I'd be like, baby, help you for what? Why are you not using your privilege? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, no, I felt, felt, felt that in my Why are you not using your privilege? Like, bro, like... Like I tell like all my my friends from college, I'm like, and plus your friends, just friends in general. Mm-hmm. We as black people have to try ten times as hard exactly. as other people, and it's like just for us, even the Supreme Court when the woman was trying to get in the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. it's like Katanji. all those people declined her. Yes, and she was super qualified. Yes, and it's just like we have to try ten times hard, and it's still not good enough. It's not good enough, and and you're right. All them people up there said, I, you're qualified. But I I can't right I can't I can't put you in what what <laughs> you like what 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 was the reason that don't even make sense, sense. you're qualified but no but no <laughs> it's it's like these jobs like you qualify but now nah, we gonna hire somebody that wants less money right so I'm just like at the end of the day I just feel like it's it's not the world it's the people in the it world is the, mm-hmm. it's no, the only you're, people you're definitely right definitely right so yeah y'all so that is the end of our entertainment topics bro okay. we, we went on a little tangent yeah we did <laughs> <laughs> but yeah y'all so let's get into our music topics so what have you been listening to this week so you know there's been a lot a <laughs> lot of music coming out this week but um, my song of the week has to be uh, Cardboard Box. Uh, I think the name of the group is called Flow. And, you know, it kind of gives me, like, you know, summer vibes when mm-hmm. you're breaking up with your nigga. Okay. And, <laughs> and, you know, you ready to, you know, get your summer on for facts, real. Facts. Hot girl summer, hot boy summer. And Period. you, you got to let that nigga go. And Period. like they said, and like the name of the song, put your shit in the cardboard box and get the fuck, fuck out of here. Facts. So... 
I'm well, new music that has came out that I've seen. I know. Have you heard the Drake album? I don't think you heard it yet. I haven't. I heard snippets of it. Okay. I heard snippets. How do you it. feel so far? I don't know. It's 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 kind of funny because you know, <laughs> word around the gay community is you know Drake trying to get into a little bit of the Vogue. The Vogue I love scene. it. I love it. No, I just feel like. That music is the type of music that you won't be on a party. You'll be in a yacht party. You'll be yeah. a, you'll be a rave at on drugs. Yeah. Like, that, that's the type of music you won't be on drugs with. And you know, Drake Drake can switch up his sound. He can he can do it. He can do it all. He can do it all. So you know, Drake said, "I'm gonna dabble a little bit of this. I'm right. gonna dabble a little bit of that." And you know, it was a genius idea to drop you know music like that in uh, June because as you know it's Pride, Pride Month. Happy so Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride, y'all. And you know he was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make this money, and that's all it really is. He's trying to make his money, right? But hey, kudos to you. Yes. And if he if he support supports the the, the LGBT, we love him for that. <laughs> we love him for that. So I don't know if you've seen Beyonce is coming out with a new album. I have. How do you feel about it? Can't like. I can't even process it for real, for real. Because, <laughs> you know, when Beyonce drops something, the whole world stops. And mm-hmm. it's, it's it's not even out yet. And the whole world has stopped. So, I think she's dropping it, what, in July? 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 Yeah. Uh, late July, which, you know, a lot of people can't wait that long. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are going to be, you know, ramping up for, you know, B-Day. Right. And I'm excited. I'm ready to hear it. They say it's going to be named Renaissance. And it was basically saying, like, Beyonce, please don't give us a lot of black history, like, music. No, they don't want that? They don't want that. They don't. They said they don't want to hear about shackles, chains, and shit. But I don't think yeah. it's. I don't think it's probably gonna be like that. Beyonce is mostly fun. Yeah, and you know, like you know, the Renaissance. I mean, she probably could be. I mean, when I think of it, I equate that to you know, because Beyonce's black and you right. know she's uplifting her black community. And you know, Renaissance, Harlem Renaissance, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe we get some some great art out of. You know, correlation to the Harlem Renaissance, right. to her album, what she drops, and you know, I don't know. I don't understand why people don't want pro black Beyonce. I love right. pro black Beyonce. Right. I like it too. I want to. I want to he- hear whatever she comes out with. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fire regardless. Exactly. So also, I know I let you hear the "Gotta Move On" by Diddy. How you feel about it? Say that again. I let you hear the Diddy song "Gotta Move On." Oh yes, 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 yes. I okay. I like the Bryson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bryson Tiller can carry any song. The day part, mm, but you know, it's, it definitely sounds like a good vibe. And you know, I'm gonna have to, you know, give a second listen to it because you know, I definitely like the vibe, and I love Bryson Tiller. So, and that's kind of like my, you know, my kind of album music anyway. Right. So, you know, hopefully. The 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 Diddy Porsche is not too bad. Right, right. <laughs> How you feel about it? I actually love it. Like I can even I can even get down with a Diddy bop. Like I like it. Okay. But it's just like I, I'm not used to Diddy rapping, but it's a little nice little vibe, you know. Especially mm-hmm. if you're going through a breakup with your man, yeah. all your bitch, or whatever you got going on. Exactly. Like literally, it's like so. I, I fuck with it. So that is the end of our music topic. Let's get in our shows. What you been watching? So I've been watching a couple of shows lately. Okay. I've been I'm a binge watcher. Okay. I'm a habitual binge watcher. <laughs> so I, I can put on a show and watch watch it religiously. But I've been watching recently. Um, I just put on P Valley. Ooh. I just started. How you feel about it, Full Spar? I like at first because you know I'm one of those people. You know when people are on the trend, I kind of like try to stay away from it. Let it That's die me. down. Oh my god. And you know come. 
get to it when I get to it. And, you know, I definitely understand the hype. P-Valley is really good. Right. It's really good. And, you know, I'm not completely done with the first season yet. Okay. Um, and I know season two had came up, just came out. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm binge watching it right now, trying to get to the next season, see mm-hmm. how that's going. But I'm loving the show right now. Um, something else that I've also been watching, um, season two of The Boys just came mm. out. And if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically, uh, you know, what I like to call bootleg Justice League. <laughs> and basically, this is kind of like where the roles are reversed, where, you know, the superheroes are bad guys. And that show is really good. There's a lot of blood, there's a lot of guts and everything mm. like that. And, you know... You know, Justice League is like PG-13, and this is like completely opposite of what that is. The show is crazy. Mm. If you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. Okay, it's like a nice little vibe. And, and the last show um, that I've watched is Only Murderers in the Building. Um, I think it, it came out a while ago, but, you know, I just recently got caught up on it just because I found out that Selena Gomez was acting again. Mm. And, you know, I love me some Selena Gomez, so I had to go check it out. And I was very pleasantly surprised of what they came up with with that show. And, you know, just to give a gist of it, um, it's basically, you know, these three people, um, they all live in the same building in this fancy-ass apartment in New mm. York. And basically someone was murdered in that building and so you know they are they made a pod well yeah they made a podcast and i know you guys like listen to like the true crime podcast Mm -hmm. where you know they start talking about some crazy shit about Mm -hmm. crime and you know murders and stuff like that and they was like well you know this is very popular so let's start a podcast and the podcast turned them into detectives Mm -hmm. and they basically uncovered the murder what was going on in the building so um, I left off on a cliffhanger, and I'm excited to see if they come out with a season two. Mm, okay, he been watching really good mm-hmm, shows. Mm-hmm. What you been watching, girl? Oh my gosh! So I really haven't watching shit. I've been watching like P Valley, like a new season two came out. I'm not gonna spoil it for you yet. Please don't. But um, <laughs> it's really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I ain't gonna say nothing about it. Okay. But <laughs> I watched First Kill. I think you watched. So you already saw that. Oh though. yes, I watched First Kill too. Yeah, First I Kill's really. I love it. I have some mixed feelings about First Kill. Okay, let me just get mine on. Okay. <laughs> I feel like basically it's like a, a modern, well, it's like a LGBTQ, like a lesbian version of Romeo and Juliet. Right. And I feel like basically I love seeing more lesbian shit mm-hmm. on Netflix and yeah. more stuff that's being more acceptable now. Yeah. So I really love that because I, I think it was like the X-Men, I forgot, like the last X-Men I watched like 2020, mm-hmm. it had like a lesbian relationship in it like i love seeing shit right. like that because it's broadening that like more of relationships instead of like man woman you know what i'm saying exactly, heterosexual yeah. shit so but i just feel like it was good i like the actresses i feel like both of them were beautiful i feel like the acting was well um only thing i feel like i just hate like they left a less like left with a cliffhanger um and what else i think i like I just liked it all in the whole. I just, I, I felt like Netflix knew they could not do it the other way around mm-hmm. because it was going to be so much criticism yes. as a, a black girl is fetishizing for a white woman. Right. So I just felt like Netflix knew what they were doing. So that, that's, that's a I good call. That's a good call. Um, I, overall, I like the show. Okay. Um, and, you know, the thing that, you know, just kind of throws, throws me for a loop 
And basically, I just wish that they had the budget for it because it kind of looked like the budget wasn't all the way here. That day, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're, right you're right. The graphics in that show was terrible. Yeah. It was really bad. Was it given to me? It was. And it's kind of hard to like, you know, sit through it. But, you know, I think that, the, like you said, like the story really had. On, you know, a different perspective right. on, you know, relationships. And that's, that's what I could really appreciate mm. about uh, the show and the story. And for me, you know, uh, Calliope, right, you know, main one of the main characters, you know, I feel like she was, she saved the show for me. Right. I love her. I love her story arc. I love it all. And basically that whole family. And don't know, don't get me wrong, you know, Juliet's family was cool, right. whatever. And I like the interaction that the two families have together. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's Calliope and her family. I love the burns. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I just I forgot she's on another show on Stars I watched. I forgot what it's called. But she does great acting. I think she's like twenty three, twenty four. Really? Um, she's a great act like a young up and coming actress. And I love how like Cause I'm tired of seeing black women being typecasted in a lot of mm. roles, and I feel like roles like this bring people out of their box. Yes. So um, this was great for her career. Right. I feel like. And we also have to point out that she, you know, she's not the conventional light skin, light skin black girl. Right. This right. is a girl with some melanin. Right. And you know, she she got her shine with the show, and I really appreciate Netflix for that too. Cause you know, it's all about inclusion and you know it's all about inclusion and diversity so right. I, I appreciate netflix for that yeah most i really feel like a lot of companies are focused more on diversity and inclusion now mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of people see like having minorities is is you need minorities yes. to succeed in any type of like area you're in especially like with these companies with jobs yes. because as you i don't know if, like if you see in a workplace or whatever like that they focus on that shit so fucking hard. They have to, though. They have to now. Literally, like, being in marketing is, like, you see that so often. Like, when you don't have people of color and people that don't look like you in the office. Like, that's, like, when I do job interviews now, mm-hmm. y'all know, bitch, look for job. You know, she got, she got a lot of interviews. <laughs> trying to get back in, get back in her field. Should, but, um, making that, making that money. But, um, literally, I just feel like. I always, I always include it in my interviews. I always say like, I always want to work for a company that does have diversity and inclusion yeah. because I want to see people that look like me in higher positions. Yes. Because when I don't see that, I don't think I can see to to do that. Yes. So. And you know, definitely don't want to be you know in a toxic work environment where you know diversity and inclusion is not a priority of the company. Right. And it's really, it's kind of scary for people right. of color and just to go, like, in the workforce because, like, that's, and it's, it's sad to say, but it's, like, one of the things that we have to look out for when applying for jobs. Right. And, you know, you know, my last job, I was in the military, yeah. so. <laughs> uh, United States Marine. But, um, you know, there, there's diversity everywhere. Right. You know, everybody's on but, you know, they do have it to where, you know, everyone's heard mm. and they're, they're number one. Well, not their number one, but, like, you know, one of their serious topics is diversity and inclusion. I love that. So, and, like, you know, word just came out, like, um, they're about, there's about to be the first black four-star general Ooh. ever. 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 So... You know, you know, like I said, times, 
Towns is rolling around, and you right. know, diversity and inclusion is is something that is a huge topic. So, right. you know, I I agree with you. Right. Yeah. I, I love that. I love that. I love that. So we are at the end of our. We really want to show a topic. So let's get into our things that's on our mind this week. So what's been on your mind? Um, what really was have been on my mind is just you know trying to be positive and uplifting and not outwards but inwards like being positive to yourself being uplifting to yourself because you know we can go out here we can be positive uplifting to other people right but we might not reciprocate that same feeling so you have to do it to yourself first before you can give that to anybody else that's a word Mm -hmm. right that's a word because i just feel like with me i'm so fucking hard on myself like I just feel like, damn, like, if I'm not reaching my goals, if I'm not doing this, if I'm not doing that, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yes. Because I always feel like, damn, like, right now, like, I'm in a limbo state. Like, I have a job, but I'm trying to get back in my field doing all these interviews. Mm-hmm. And on top of I got some other shit I'm going to tell you guys that just happened, some amazing shit. Mm-hmm. But we're going to have to tell you that on the next episode. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but literally, like, it's just like being in between, like, I just feel like I'm in limbo. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know where I see myself going. And it's like, I'd be hard on myself because I feel like, bitch, you're getting older. Like, you need to have this and this and this and this. And if you don't have that, then it's like, what the fuck? Exactly. I feel that. But I feel like, like you say, you have to give yourself grace. You have to be more patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. And you have to give yourself words of affirmations because actually... You are your only constant, you and good Lord or wherever you listen to a higher power. Exactly. But it's just like, damn, like when you don't, you know, try to uplift yourself and be positive with yourself, as you said, you are only bringing yourself down. Yeah. So I believe in that wholeheartedly. Purr. Right. <laughs> um, what about you? What things you? on my mind. Gareth's prices, but bitch, I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bitch, I work from home. Like, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> No, that's funny. That's funny. Yes, yes. I work from home, but it's like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, why can't I? It's 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 crazy out here. Right. You know, my biggest pet peeve with the gas price thing is, you know, gas prices up. We know, right? But people be like, "Oh, fuck your body!" Right? The reason why the gas is up—that's not true. true, right? Y'all don't know how the government no, works. Like, he really don't have no say, so he right. just be signing he shit. He can't. He can't help that the gas prices so, up. Y'all need to open the book. I just feel like COVID fucked up a lot of stuff. Yes. I didn't, like, it was, COVID was a good and bad thing. Like I said, I was able to graduate due to COVID. So I graduated from the University of South Carolina. My degree in mass communication, per per. Yes. But, but it's literally like, I was actually able to graduate. But then it was just like, damn, like, after two years, it's like, everything's high. Yes. Literally, apartment prices are starting off at yes. 1400 Like, yes. it doesn't, when you go to higher states, let's say, like, if you in Cali, I know it's even more crazier. Yes. And, like, I know in Texas right now, because y'all wanted to move to Texas, but obviously, like, rent prices isn't in, the, like, 2000s. Yeah, they're going up, and now you guys trapped yourself right. in Texas. Literally. Because it's like, oh, it's so cheap in Texas. Now, look, look. Inflation right. on your ass. On your ass. <laughs> like, and it's like, house prices, like I said, the only thing that we can get good out of, like, this recession is, like, if the stock market crashes and also if, like, the house, like, the housing rates go down. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that we can get good at. You can get a great house during this time frame. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's like, damn, like, still everything is fucking high. Yeah. Like, and these jobs are not paying enough. They're not. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, 
to be honest, and like I just feel like it's a lot of shit going on. Y'all trying to, you know, make us have not have abortions. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I had a kid at this tender age mm-hmm. and actually inflation is going on, I wouldn't be able to make it. Right. And you know, and you know, people are encouraged well, you know, I think America's trying to encourage people to have babies, but it's just like you guys don't even give us incentive to want to have kids. Right. Because no one is going to bring a a, a child in right. this world and not be able to financially support them that's the biggest thing like i'm not even financially right. stable myself how can exactly. i support a child exactly i'm still trying to get my goddamn like i'm literally at this point where it's like i'm really just trying to find me a good ass paying job that i can tolerate yeah and like just actually do something that i really really want to do while chasing my dreams because right now it's like as long as, as long as y'all give me enough money where i can like live comfortable yes i will tolerate it right because quality of life is a huge a huge thing for me me too. at least and you know i want to live in a nice area right. i want to have a nice car right i want to be able to you know pay my bills but you know go vacate right like, but i can't even do that where you guys are not even paying like minimal wage is like what these days yeah it's, it's like a quarter right <laughs> like, literally i, mean, I like, can't do nothing with that like literally like in some states it's like 725 still like it's insane right you know i'm just gonna say this we need to um get bernie in office y'all girl <laughs> I, I feel the same way but i just feel like them republicans ain't gonna let that they happen. Not letting that happen child like we live in a blue state so well no yeah we live in a blue state no this is blue. It, it turned blue for last election. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, sh- I did not know that. Yeah, it turned blue last election. Okay, okay. So kudos Come to on, us. Carolina. Yeah. I, you know, we in the South, so you know, yeah. you got to double check those things. You really do. <laughs> really do. I might have to fact check that, y'all. So I, I, but, I, but, I, but I think it is true because I remember I was talking about with somebody, but don't mind me if y'all, if it's wrong, Google it, okay? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we Googles. But yeah, man, that's been on my mind, so... All right, we are winding down. So we're going to talk about the question of the day. So when do you feel complete? Do you feel completed like in a relationship, a friendship, work, your just your own ambiance? Like when do you feel like you're being complete? Um, I feel like I would be complete when I know, I mean, basically it kind of relates to the last topic, but it's like when I know myself, is like you know stable enough and stable on all on the whole spectrum not right. just you know financially but right. you know stable in myself to where you know then I can you know start giving parts of me mm. to other people but I know that I can support myself mm. at the same time uh, right yeah how about you damn fight that's exactly how I feel as well like I just feel like I'm having a job is cool but I just really feel like I want to be able to do something I love and actually mm-hmm. feel mentally, financially, spiritually, and emotionally it's like complete. Because mm-hmm. if I don't feel like that, then it's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work gonna be nothing. Off balance. Right. Like, and I want to be like, you know, balanced and equally yoked within mm-hmm. myself. And, you know, you know, hypothetically, you know, well, not hypothetically, when a bitch get a man. Exactly. <laughs> so it's just like, literally, you know, when she get her nigga, hey, it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we we, we going to be out here. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, y'all, so if you have made it this far, thank you guys. <laughs> we are going to, at the end of each episode, we like to release negative and toxic energies to release music. So what is going to be your release music? I know you got a lot of music, y'all, for us right now. Um, I want to listen to some SZA. Okay, cool. And what's going to be a SZA song? Good Days. Good Days, okay, period. We're going to follow up with SZA. So my song is going to be Tread Carefully by SZA off her Clear Deluxe album. Y'all go check it out. We love SZA on this podcast. 
So, yes, guys, that is the end of the pod. Anything you want to tell these good people? No, no, I just want to thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And, you know, you're definitely a big inspiration to, you know, you know, new people that want to start podcasts. And, you know, you're like one of my inspirations to want me to start my oh own my podcast. Oh, my God. So, big, big, you girl. <laughs> I love that for him. So, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I just wanted to say thank you for having me on. And, you know, I really enjoyed it. And, you know. I thank the people for listening. <laughs> yeah, y'all. He will be coming back soon. So, of course, keep on listening. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you have any questions, especially any questions of the day, send it to the Introverted Hippie Podcast at gmail.com. All right, guys. So, it's the end of the podcast. I'll see you guys again next Thursday. Peace, love, and life. Purr. Purr.